This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey guys, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And we have two fun shows to talk about today Real Houses of New York is still back Ronnie, We're going to some below deck med stuff at the end of the show to catch up on what we missed earlier this week. But can we just get a Friday vibe check first? How's it going, Barry? Tropical storm is on its way. Wait, yeah, I got that notification yesterday. My phone started buzzing like it was an Amber Alert or something. It, it literally then- says 100% ring in like all day where I I am. can actually see out my window. It, it's just starting to rain now in the city. But I was like, I knew that it was going to rain this weekend, but then I got this tropical storm notification. I'm like, excuse me? Do I need to board up my windows? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm joking. Um, I know you guys have all been wondering about how my root canal went. And don't think I didn't forget that none of you have reached out and asked how I'm feeling, but I have a follow-up appointment later (laughs) on today (laughs) Um, to either... I don't even know what today's appointment is. I wasn't listening. I had this tendency to not listen, like when people are talking directly to me. And um, I don't know if it's to finish it. I don't know if it's a follow-up. I don't know what she is doing in my mouth. But um, I'll keep you guys posted, like, on that anyway. But Hopefully, whatever she does to your mouth, you will be recovered (laughs) by next week. (laughs) Yeah. Like, um, I'm excited. Like... I love the dentist, but this is an endodontist, so it's one level above. Okay, I. So the thing with still choking, by the way. So with a tropical storm right now, I just recently watched um, this scary movie called Crawl. I don't know if you're familiar. It it came out last year, and it is, it's like in a hurricane. And this girl goes into the house to, like, get her dad because he didn't evacuate. And then there's alligators in the basement. Oh, and I've heard. (laughs) Yes, I remember exactly what you're talking about. It's this whole alligator horror movie. It's actually pretty good. But now when I think of Tropical Storm or Hurricane or anything, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get eaten by an alligator. Even though I I live in a six-floor apartment Though You're, like, used to alligators. Oh, yeah, so used to them. I mean, they're not, like, in the city of New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) They're not just, like, I say this on, like, a daily basis. I'm like, this is why I just can't live in, like, South Carolina or anything like that because they literally have just alligators roaming around. And I am talking from experience. I have been there. Like, I know. I've seen them. My dad almost got eaten by one. True story. If you want to know about that, hit me up. Um, Oh, my God. I watched the David Foster um, documentary this week. Me too. It was, it was, it was not bad. I'll say it was not bad. I thought it was interesting because like David Foster has such a 
legendary career. It's Mm -hmm. cool to hear all these people talking. He's obviously an asshole, whatever. It is what it is. And he knows it. And he knows it. He knows it. But I, of course, the part that mattered most to me was the two minutes when he was talking about Yolanda. And it's interesting because he is saying, you know, I didn't leave her because she was sick. I could never do that. But I'll never talk about why I left. And it's like, okay, guess we just, guess we'll just. I need to know. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like they're. Must have been something more. And it, well, yeah. he makes it sound like, and I think his daughters make it sound like we definitely didn't get the full story. And that maybe Real Housewives didn't um, portray him in the most flattering light. But I don't know. It's, I thought it was worth a watch. I mean, he, he's a... He's an yeah, I mean, it's obviously worth it to watch it. There was an entire part regarding Celine Dion. So that's also like just, mostly why I watch. I was like, she's just so fucking funny. I was like, everything you do, every breath you take, every movement, I just like adore her. God. Okay, let's let's get into real. Yeah, I can talk <laughs> I can talk an entire episode about Celine Dion. We can't get buried down the Celine Dion road because we will never <clears throat> come back. Uh, I'm so not choking week- anymore, by the way. Thank you. I'm so relieved. So, <laughs> this week we are getting into our annual Berserkshires trip and we are seeing for the first time Dorinda's redone home. Ugh. It's, Let me just say that. Ugh. Somebody somebody tweeted that it looks like a 50 fun different house. People, 50 different people had three hours to decorate this house. <laughs> That's actually really funny and so accurate. Okay. Like she, I hate when she like labels the rooms because it's not like um, a random hotel in like themed hotel in like Nevada. It's like her house, and she was even like Leah's in the Moroccan. Like what? Why is that even there? The fish room, which is like obviously standard, whatever. And then like Hannah's room is this hot neon, not even hot pink, neon pink like. Like, she goes, I didn't redo Hannah's. I just updated it. Okay, well, that's what you did to the entire house. It's the same thing, honey. And so the carpet, (laughs) there were downstairs in the foyer. There were three carpets on top of each other. I'm like, what is this? The the colors, the neon green. She had Missoni make the carpet, which, aka, I'm not impressed. Also, when she went up the stairs, the carpet didn't touch the wall. Did you see it didn't finish? It wasn't measured correctly. Oh, my God. I sorry is, rant I'm like I was not it Dorinda's house is the epitome of that saying where it's when you think you're ready to leave the house look in the mirror and take off one thing every, <laughs> every room in that house has five too many accessories items yeah yeah but even it's in like, her home thing do you see her where she's sitting I'm like oh my god the color <laughs> maybe it's because of me I'm just like not I, I like like neutrals or black and right. white and whatever like oh my god the color i cannot that's why Ooh, i'm I love, getting hives that's why i love like the houses of most of the beverly hills women because they're so clean and just rich looking but not like you went to the store and bought every single finish <laughs> yeah I, I i i could not um handle it i mean listen to each their own like it i'm not saying her ho- her house is beautiful it's not my taste let me just say that it's not my taste like if that was my house i would be blessed to have it but it's not the way i would decorate it and for something that size i would absolutely you have to hire someone because you can't have all of your designs 
vomiting all over the house because that's what it is. Right. So in the lead up to going to the house, we see Elise and Sonia are just fully dumping on Ramona. And Ramona is with, uh, who is Ramona with? Ramona is with Luann and she is saying how Dorinda is just mourning Richard's death for the first time. And she thinks it's ridiculous that Sonia and Dorinda are mad about that Long Island trip to the showroom. And it's so interesting because I feel like we're now in like the third episode of this kind of line of drama and Ramona still can't see at all how she is wrong let in me, this situation. Let, let me tell you something, okay? I was holding myself back. I have thought I've seen it all with Ramona's behavior. And I honestly think that this episode alone pushed me over the edge. I, I really do. I think that what she does and how she treats people and how she has like tunnel, vi- j- no peripheral vision, I should say, is mm-hmm. just like sickening. I I cannot, I, let me just tell you, I actually think the drama on this show is 10 times better than Beverly Hills. So I appreciate it. But her in general, OMG, I, I just can't get over it. Well, and she she's fixated on this thing of that she has 50 close friends, which just doesn't, it's not real. Who cares? And, and she says, well, when she's talking to Lou, she says, maybe they're just jealous I have 50 friends. And then when she's talking to Elise later at Bluestone Manor, she's saying, yeah, like you're one of my close friends. I have 50 close friends. And I love that Elise basically says, if you really think you have 50 close friends, that is so naive because that's right. just not true. Well, it's funny because Elise, I'm enjoying her more and more, but I still just think I don't know her all the way. So I feel like there's still a part that I don't know. However, we hear her saying what happened that night when Ramona left the Halloween party and went to Omar's. And apparently, this is just Elise's side, Elise left because she knew Ramona was, was upset and went to Omar's to go check on her. This is just allegedly what happened. And... From hearing this, you do tend to think Elise is a good friend. So I'm like, okay. And Ramona apparently told her, like, you can't sit with me. And Ramona was sitting by herself at a table. And, like, that is so rude and disgusting. And the more and more we see Ramona on this show, the more I believe what Elise is saying about what happened. Well, and it's interesting because I think Sonia and Elise have a lot of the same issues with Ramona, but with Sonia, because we've watched them together for years, there's a lot more backstory. We have all these fun memories of them together and Ramona Mm -hmm. and all of that. Whereas with Elise, we've just seen her come onto the show and it's obvious that Ramona was the one who invited her there. And within essentially, this is like a month in real time, essentially, Ramona has completely ditched her. And thankfully, Elise, I think, is doing a great job of fitting in with the rest of the women. I mean, she already mm-hmm. knew Sonia. I think right. she probably already knew Dorinda. So it's And not even like Leah she's... had her back. Right. It's, so it's not it's not just like she's alone, but it kind of reminds me it reminds me of last season when Luann brought Barb onto the show and then basically ditched her and Barb Barb just really struggled to kind of make any other connections in the group. I think lucky for us, because it's more fun to watch, Elise has more kind of of a place in the group. But I still think if she and Ramona really can't 
get it back together, it would be tough for Elise to kind of stay in the group because why else is she there? Well, you know what? I don't know, because if she builds her own relationships, maybe we can have a little swap on the show and Ramona gets the boot finally and Elise stays on because she kind of just brings, she brings like a nice energy, but we find out also that Ramona unfollows. There's a difference between unfollows and blocks. So she unfollowed (laughs) Elise on social media, but you know what really threw me over the edge is when Elise came, arrived at the Berkshires and Ramona didn't even pick her head up and, or get up. Here's the difference between me and Elise. There's a lot, but the difference in that scenario is I would have called her out on her shit right then and there. And Elise mm-hmm. is like too con- too quiet, I feel, and nice about it. But I would have like been like, oh, you don't say hello. Hello, I think it's, I'm standing right here. It's, it, <laughs> I think it's hard because Elise <gasps> seems like the kind of person who doesn't want to cause a scene. She doesn't right. want... You know, she she wants to stick up for herself and she wants to hold Ramona accountable, but she feels bad. And especially coming into Dorinda's home like that, she seemed very, like she wa- she wanted to be as respectful as possible. And then even in the kitchen after they finished dinner, Ra- Ramona was saying, you know, Elise was kind of starting to bring it up and Ramona's like, we'll talk about this some other time. It's just you and me, I don't wanna, I don't wanna cause a scene, blah, 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 blah. And then you have Sonia being like, talk about it now (laughs) and then honestly from there everything just spiraled and then I don't to be honest I feel like with Sonia and Luann getting mad at each other I feel like it was like a blink and you miss it and then all of a sudden they're yelling (laughs) whoa 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 first of all I think there there's more to this conversation with Ramona and Elise first of all the other women didn't want to get involved they just want to wanted to watch they kept saying like they weren't saying anything they they really made it clear they just wanted to watch Ramona kept wanting to leave she didn't want an audience but I think it's because she did she wanted to say whatever she wanted to say to Elise and not get in trouble she didn't want the other women to like call her on her bullshit but she it kept cutting off Elise. She kept demean like demeaning her. And like, does that make sense? Demeaning her? I don't know. And like, she's just so rude. However, she was wearing that orange again, which you know I love. So I was like, one point for Ramona. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the 
side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. But I, yeah, it's interesting because I really feel like Elise is right in this situation, but it's yes. tough because her being the new person on the show and Ramona's been on for 12 seasons, you know, she's always going to be kind of like the underdog. And right. well, I don't know how much it'll yeah, develop. I know. But then you're, yeah, we get into. You can tell Sonia and Luam were wanting to do some type of weird performance because they were all like starting to drink, whatever. And then, like, yeah, you're right. It went from like, whoa, zero to 100. And Luann was almost doing it. Remind me, she was doing like a monologue. Like, she was like, yo, are not being in my show. And like, turned around and left the room three separate times. So I was like, yes. and she was almost like, that one wasn't good enough. And like, came back. I was just going to say, she kept, she kept, she would like, say something, leave the room, be like, muttering to herself in the hallway, and then come back in. And then. <laughs> she was doing like a show. It was like when funny, she, but. But she was like, was I'm, a, I'm a huge cabaret star. I have a successful show, a national tour. I don't need her. I have top Broadway talent, comedians. And was something a little off to you? I don't know. It was it was just strange because we've seen Luann definitely be into herself in the last couple seasons with the cabaret stuff. But to see yeah. her be so... Something seemed off to me. She got so angry at Sonia. And I don't really think... I, I understand if she was annoyed or something. But to all of a sudden be basically yelling at Sonia over something that really didn't seem that deep. Right. Well, she was saying how the whole thing about being paid. And let me tell you, I think that should be a private conversation. That's not something that needed to be like all the other girls. So they were all yeah. saying, Ram- so Ramona was like, pay her 5000 So when she- Sonia said she was being paid $225, Ramona was like, oh, 2000 And Sonia was like, $225. And of course, Ramona started backing up Sonia and like all of this as if her issue never happened. And I was like, bitch, right. sit down. But um. The money thing is a whole other, like, situation. I don't know yeah, the ins I mean, and outs of that. Like, she, Lou is claiming she has huge Broadway stars. She doesn't need to pay Sonia to take off her dress. I was like, this is a mess. An absolute mess. And they're all yeah. drunk. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where I feel like the money thing really isn't that important. Like, they can figure that out on their own. I hope Sonia yeah. gets paid for whatever, but that's not really what matters here but it's the fact that all of a sudden Luann's like she's a bitch she shouldn't be in my show yeah she's a bitch and it's like I don't don't." need you yeah it's it's disappointing but I hope that they I hope honestly it's the kind of thing where it's like it makes me think like I hope she was drunk or something and then the next episode she like realized yeah I don't know it's just I can't I can't imagine yelling at someone like that when it's not really like a personal conflict. I don't know. It also wasn't even like, it was yelling out of, it was anger. Like you heard the anger and also she was like saying kind of mean stuff. Like, um, but maybe there's something deeper there that we'll find out. But Sonia was just crying saying, I love Lou. I love Lou. (laughs) And it was like 
I felt cute. bad because Sonia, she just seemed so confused. Like, she was like, why am I, why is this happening? I, I didn't want to make her mad, but. Yeah. Um, I don't, know. don't be I so narcissistic. Narcissist, narcissistic. <laughs> Wait, there was another. Oh, also, they were talking about Ramona's vocabulary in the car, and then she gets out of the car and she says that the foliage in the tree is very low. Foliage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that as well. And I was like, oh my God. But yeah, the narcissistic. I was like, girl, if you're gonna, like, you can't. You can't, like, diss someone and say a word wrong. Like, it's just not intimidating at all. You can't, like, do that. <laughs> Overall, <laughs> I felt like this episode was an improvement on last week. And I am definitely hopeful for the rest of the season. I hope they I hope they keep it up because I... I, really, I think they I, will. Next episode looks, like, kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, the Berkshires always delivers. Next episode, it looks like we have Dorinda and Luann getting into it, which should be fun. Heather makes an appearance. Yes! Oh my god, Heather Thompson. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. But honestly, this... I always watch Below Deck in the beginning of the week, and I, like, forget what happens before like we talk when we talk about it but i'm also as you know in the middle of watching old seasons of below deck so i'm almost done so i i have to not confuse myself with what's going right, on right right so but i just watched episode, it yesterday. i don't think was that great i just watched it yesterday i'm having fun the, okay honestly it's getting frustrating how much they are with not Pete. editing Pete out. <laughs> Because last week it felt like, okay, like, I don't know. And then this week there was more of him than ever. Well, okay. So this week he made, they made him look like bad though. I know. They, the fact that they showed him texting or talking about Lara four different times in the episode. Yeah. Oh my God. He looks pathetic. (laughs) Also though, like he is that guy at a club. I feel that like, would approach you and your girlfriends and he thinks he's like so hot and expects you to like go home with him. Like that's the vibe I get from him. Well, and when he, so he realized that Bugsy was definitely more into Alex, which good for her. But then he, when he walked into the like crew mess where she was sitting and is talking about how, you know, he loves usually on the boats, he's fucking the stewardesses and Bugsy almost like vomited. I, okay. I felt so bad for her in that moment because nobody should be subjected to hearing shit like that in their workplace. But also I, I so enjoyed watching her reaction because she was so immediately horrified. And I like that nobody, none of the women on this boat are taking his shit. Did he think she was going to be like, that's hot. Damn. And you can see, like, in the preview for next week, they're definite, you know, she's definitely speaking to Sandy about that. And Malia is having, like, continued talks with Pete. And so, obviously, Pete sucks. And it, and I, I hate that the, like, it's, the thing about Below Deck that's frustrating is that I feel like every season, to varying degrees, these women are put in these positions where they're having to work with guys that are just assholes and misogynistic and all of that. And it's, it's frustrating to see it happen over and over again, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that the women aren't just letting it happen and not holding him accountable. 
Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The first note I have on my phone from watching this week's episode is Pete being creepy. Like that's what I wrote down. Always. And that's the <laughs> he thing. named it's himself Party Pete. It's one thing no. when there's when there's a guy who you know sometimes drinks too much and makes a couple comments or something, but he literally all the time is saying things that are inappropriate, being an asshole, being rude to people. It's just it's nonstop, and I I hope he gets fired just so we don't have to watch it for the whole season. But well, because it, it's not even like he's not even you know what he kind of reminds me of, but in like a bad way, is Mike the situation? Yes. Yeah, he's like, but like that was the show. Like he was allowed to do well, not allowed, but like that was the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I mean, that was his, his whole shtick was that right. And it, and it worked. Whereas, like, with this, it just feels gross every single time. Yeah, I'm like, stop. Like, ew. I would honestly, like, bleh. But, um, yeah, I don't want to, like, talk, like uh, give him the satisfaction. I was, He's like, I was laughing. I was laughing so much when they came back from going out and Bugs and Alex were in the hot tub. And they uh-huh. were like, oh, it's kind of cold. It's kind of cold. And Malia comes up and she goes, guys, the heater is not even on. <laughs> They were so drunk that they just thought they didn't realize. They were sitting in a, they were literally sitting in a tub of cold water. Like, do you know how drunk they had to have been for them not to realize? Because even when I go into a regular swimming pool and it's like a little cold, I'm like, ooh, you always get a little like hesitant to go in. They were like sitting, hanging out in a tub of, I, it was an ice bath, essentially. But, um... We also see, though, that Rob has a girlfriend, and I love how people take that word, like, to a different level. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because, like, he's into Jessica, so because now we find out he has a girlfriend, it's, like, different. To be honest, I, I mean, I'm pretty, like, positive about open relationships, whatever your situation is your situation, so I don't really see any issue. I mean, it's 
for him to decide how he wants to go about it. But Mm -hmm. I don't feel like he's lied to anyone or is doing anything wrong. But I do think it's, he needs to be, he needs to be honest with himself and then exactly. be honest with Jess because like when we saw Hannah saying that he posted that thing on his Instagram story of this girl from home and Jess was like taken aback, you know, everybody should just be on the same page. And right. Oh, he's so I, hot though. I know. I think like, of course, like you, but it's about being shady. Like if you're into Jess, just be like, I have, I do. I just want to let you know, like I do have someone at home, like it's on and off, like it's not working. Don't like hide it. And then also post about it. Like no one's going to see it on your Instagram. Like that's just bizarre. But then, um, they would, they would be a very hot couple, by the way, Rob and Jess, but the episode ends where Jess potentially breaks her finger. And like, I'm very nervous. I, 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 I mean, I'm very nervous. <laughs> is there anything worse than shutting your finger in a door? I don't think so. Don't there's think like there's a few worse. things worse, but like that's bad, especially for her job. True. Yeah, she can't hold like 72 plates with a broken finger. <laughs> um, okay, or like so, tuck in a sheet really tight. Oh my God. Ow. So between these two shows, uh, who is your number one this week? My number one this week. Okay, my number one this week is Sonia because of that damn ass. Yeah, she looks great. Holy shit, and I've never strived for anything more in my life. So (laughs) that's my number one because she also, like, you know, was... Oh, and also I felt bad because she tried to wink in her interview and she didn't. She couldn't. Oh, my God. My... My number one of the week, I'm going to give it to Dorinda just because she seems like she's doing a lot better. And also she seems really happy with the house, even if it's not... um, Our standards. My taste. (laughs) (laughs) She seems like she's in a good spot and I am less worried about her than I was at the beginning of the season. So, Well, yeah, I think that's great. She was doing a little bit of slurring at the end of the episode, but you know what? We all slur sometimes, so we have to just ignore it. But we'll brush it under her three rugs. Um, (laughs) So uh, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you all have a great weekend. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's five stars, a lovely review, and (laughs) join our Facebook group and follow us on instagram at bravo by don't Beaches. don't put me in the fish room and don't give me less than five stars on apple podcasts <laughs> That's all I ask. Oh thanks for God. listening guys bye <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.